All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Four Transplants and a Microphone. Today, we get the honor of bringing back a fifth transplant. Chris, at this point, you're no longer uh, a guest. I think you've uh, made a home here. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're again here all about uh, talking Charlotte, uh, giving some perspective from an outsider's view that's made the move down here. And we will, I guess, go around real quick, let everybody introduce themselves. Chris, since you're to my left, you can start first this time. Thank you. My name is Chris Magno, a Smoothie, Key fran- Smoothie King franchisee and kind of part owner of Dynamic Audio Video here in Charlotte. Kind of part owner. Russell Hughes, Hughes Realty Advisors. I'm kind of uh, the full owner. <laughs> and we are we bring Fortune 100 experience to the middle market. Jack Tompkins, Pineapple Consulting Firm, helping your small business become data-driven. Brandon Avenio with Superior Data Solutions. We're an IT solutions provider. And Brian Johnson, owner of Maine & Johnson, and we are your business coaching and consulting company here in Charlotte. So to be fair, this is Chris's third time on. So the fact that he's more confused about what his existence is only makes sense. <laughs> Brandon's been trying to say what he does for like 15 episodes, and I'm not sure it's ever come out cleanly. Last episode, it did. Yeah, 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 you got one, I think. <laughs> So it's funny, Brian, you said for other people moving down here, Chris actually moved up here. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's so rare. That is true. It's and so and see, that's a Freudian slip of perspective. Damn but. Ohioans think that the whole world revolves around them. <laughs> yeah, that was and almost a flat state. <laughs> Only in football does it revolve around us. Yeah, we'll you say know this. That, that Ohio is one of the only states in the union where speeding is considered a capital offense. You can actually hang for it. That's why they drive so badly. It's only if you have Michigan plates does that rule apply. (laughs) (laughs) That could be accurate. (laughs) Oh, so this week, we again, because we get the honor of having Chris in a Nolan's perspective, (laughs) we get to kind of bounce some ideas off of somebody who's very familiar with Charlotte, but also has some outside perspective that uh, we're all intrigued by. Okay, we've we've done this now. This is what the third episode, right? You're this third time on. He's a three timer. He's a three timer. You're you're up to like almost Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live, like legacy <laughs> no, like, stats. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like I have nothing else to do, right? Well, <laughs> right? well yeah, yeah. check check your P and L's next <laughs> month. Yeah. The question doesn't need to be pointed to us. It needs to be pointed back at you. On that one. But Chris, like one of the things we haven't touched on. New Orleans wise, which this is probably the thing that most people associate with is like Mardi Gras. And I've been, but I'm not like, I, I can't say that my experiences there would represent like what people should come to know and expect. Like maybe summarize or like put some context to really what Mardi Gras is like from a New Orleans perspective. So everyone's content, everyone's thoughts of Mardi Gras is just, you know, beads and can I say boobs on here? Like, <laughs> I think you just do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Bourbon Street, beads and boobs, right? But it, it's really not. I think um, when people have that misconception of it, it's because that's what everyone talks about and, and everyone hears that. But it, it's literally, I bring my kids down. I grew up on it. So when I bring my, I'm talking about like my one-year-old and, and anywhere up. Since they were one and we moved here, we haven't missed a Mardi Gras yet. Probably maybe one and the one that was canceled, but we still didn't miss it. We still went down there. You Mardi Gras. It we Mardi Gras. We, we absolutely did. We went to our spots that we have and that we reserve. And then crazy enough that we actually have when we go. So, so when we go down there, it's a whole lead up, right? We get down there probably Thursday night and then we, don't, we leave on Tuesday. Sometimes we'll stay for Tuesday, which is actually Mardi Gras Day. But we usually leave Mardi Gras Day because there's a lot that goes on, but we've already done enough. So you, you say stay like you must go to sleep at some point. Okay. After so like, It's usually a parade route that I've 
drank like, too much. Stay means I was able to find my car keys, get the car unlocked for all of us to sleep. That's right. <laughs> Somewhat responsible because the kids are in tow, right? <laughs> but, we, are, um, we are a very fam- family-friendly uh, I, I have the same approach with NASCAR, too. I start Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then let's even leave Sunday morning when the race starts. I'm like, I can't do that loud. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a thing. I mean, we go down there, and, and, you know, my kids always look forward to it and count down to Mardi Gras. Right. This year, awesome enough, it falls on my birthday, so it's going to be another good time down there. Add it Stars on. Stars But, yeah, we, we have a bunch of families that we actually put into. There's actually the place that we rent. On their contract for the renters, they actually say, uh, you were there for 11 months, right? And the month that Mardi Gras happens to fall on, you have to move out, like everything. So if you rent this property or this, this apartment, you're only tied for a little much. You can move back in, but you have to give it up for that one month. Or wow. Whoa. So, I, they, so I know of another example of this, but keep going. So they actually rent the, this whole like complex out and they make more money on that in that month, that those three weeks, um, than they do the whole year and they pay for, for the, so we have like five, eight families that go in and put in to rent this apartment. So we have it to, and we don't stay there. No one stays there. Right. It's more for a clean bathroom, a place to keep our stuff, food. The little kids need to sleep or rest. There's a bedroom set up for that. So yeah, it's more than just Bourbon Street and drinking. So the, I, I, I don't know if there's probably other examples of this with like events or attractions that are so vast that like you can't house the number of visitors coming in at a given time. The only example I've got of that is when I used to work corporately, we had a manufacturing facility in Aiken, South Carolina, which is maybe about 40, 30 minutes from Augusta. Mm. And so I was very aware that like, if you tried to travel down now, it was only because Augusta is only a weekend, you know, Thursday through Sunday event. Well, really a week long event. We'll just say it that way. The three days before it started to the three days after it started, like, Hotel rates were like you could the Hampton Inn, which was like you know eighty nine bucks a night, was like seven hundred and fifty dollars a night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and then like people like, and I don't know if even people that I know that were in houses, like they'd go take a their vacation that week. Yep, Airbnb their house for right. for like eight hundred bucks a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean that was so you're yeah. saying it's a lot like that, but even if you rent, it even gets into those agreements. Yeah, they kick you out. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so what family-friendly events are there in, in, in Mardi Gras that, that you know, because you mentioned <laughs> beads and boobs. Is so, I mean, much so half of our audience is happy. For yeah. This. Right. <laughs> Let's look at the other half on board. Uh, there are places for that, and usually that's found on Bourbon Street, but that's probably the only place you'll ever see mm-hmm. the, the female parts there. Oh, right. you, you, that was like the family. <laughs> yeah. That's the only place you find them. Wow. Wow, this is going to Now be, we've lost our one little <laughs> listener. Really because yeah. they're so like female. Wanna, but yeah, most of the time the, the, the parades are family oriented. It's crazy because if, if you don't find, if you go out of this, the, the, and there, believe it or not, there are no parades on Bourbon Street. You have walking parades, but there's no well, big float. And what are the float, the, the team, the float teams called again? They're like, each float has like. Their captain. Right. They've got like a group of people that have been there forever. Yeah, it's lost words again, but there's a... a the, We're giving you the inside the, track here, people. <laughs> from someone from New Orleans. The, this, uh, this is what you get with four transplants. You can also phone. look it up on Wikipedia, apparently, because he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I'm why do we keep getting close to the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> because we have to. <laughs> the, uh, I have crew. no idea why we're doing this. Folks. It's the crew, the Mardi Gras crew. crew yeah, right. Got it. It's crew. 
So yeah, there's captains and, and you're part of the crew and, and but it's it's almost like a family you buy into this club and membership and things like, like that. And uh, but yeah, most of it, you know, when you ride on these floats, your family's set up to, to see you out in, in on the parade route and people call you up, oh, I'm on the neutral side or on the sidewalk side. So you kind of figure out as the parade goes down, your neutral side, the neutral ground. Are you familiar with the neutral ground is? No, no. I it's never. The, I'm always on one end of the one side or the other. I'm never on the. Fence. It's it's the median we call the neutral ground. So if you ever go to Mardi Gras and someone says I'm on the the neutral side or the sidewalk side, whichever the parade's going out, because it'll go the opposite way of the traffic sometimes too. Mm. You're either on the sidewalk side or the neutral ground side. So so there's a little insight. Huh? So so I, I think he, like we're asking the question, and I think you're pointing out like I, there's a whole group of people that I think view Mardi Gras like they do Vegas. Like I'm just gonna go out there, and all bets are off, and just party, and you know they look at it as it's almost like it's the only place I can go that like I don't have to like I can just exist differently than I normally do. Yep. But like what I've always found is like it, it you're, what you're describing is. It's a whole family thing. It's like people that think that like carnival in, in Rio is like a whole bunch of like, I mean, there are bad areas, don't get me wrong, but you know, I've been there once before too. And you say whole families out. It's not like it's exclusive to only the party crowd. Yeah. Like, By the way, to our, our listeners in Brazil, which apparently shout out quite of them, we love you. Yep. And as soon as Brian's whole passport thing gets cleared up, we're, we are we're coming totally to visit. Come to visit. <laughs> yes, I'm. I, it, it's only another year, and I'm allowed back. Yep. So we should still <laughs> accepting sponsors for that, yep. by the way. Yep. <laughs> we. Uh oh, he's gonna hit a button. <laughs> I see it coming. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna do a GoFundMe free Brian. <laughs> free Brian. <laughs> well, we're gonna tell him it's okay. <laughs> what happened to Brian? The federales came, and we Ca- just don't know. Cavity search. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. We had no idea that we had Tropic Thunder on, this, on the sound effects. We, well, we are proud him. of that. We got them all. What is your major malfunction? <laughs> oh, that should be you way more than it, it is. Yeah. But I mean, to, to the overall point that like, I think people misconceive it, that you, it, it actually is, fa- there are family aspects to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, there, the, the crews, there's the, your brother rides on the float, your dad rides on the float, your mom can ride on the float. It depends on, on which, which parade they're in. My mom was actually in one of the parades way a long time ago, and a bunch of my friends are still, they still do it. Stuart, yeah. one of our friends that we know, um, he's been a, a part of a crew for a while. He's like the captain of a crew, and it's hilarious. He's like the lone white guy, and he can outdrink everybody, and so they made him the captain. And uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> it's hilarious because he's the most straight laced, like buttoned up professional, except for that week. Hey, we and all have he's skills just, underneath He's got the a surface. whole different... <laughs> they, is it, it, it's like King Louis or something like that. I don't know. He's got he goes, a, like a whole like persona. He goes straight Frank the Tank. He does. <laughs> he does. He's straight Frank the Tank. That's awesome. Someone said, is it an honor to be... Yeah, is it, yeah, is it a... Yeah, I mean, if you know... Sometimes you have to know people to get in this crew. Okay. Um, and, or know someone who can get you on, so you can't just sign up for it. you got to kind of be in, in the circle. crazy thing about it is there's a weekend right before Mardi Gras Day. We think Mardi Gras weekend it's, usually starts on Friday, and there's a uptown where, if you've ever been in New Orleans, is where the streetcars go from the city down up to, from the city to uptown with all the big houses. 
and we reserve, we don't technically reserve a spot, but there's a spot that we go to and it's about three 10 by 10 tents wide. It's almost like tailgating for the weekend. Nice. And during the nighttime, they, after the parades, the about after the parades, they'll, they'll clean up the, the spot. We take all of our stuff out, and once they're gone, we put it back up. And we actually have someone out there staying out there 24-7 or through the night to reserve our spot so no one wow. messes with our things. And so it, we have it there because once a crowd starts coming in, you need that space for the kids. Mm-hmm. I've brought you know, a playpen out there for my one-year-old, two-year-old to sit in and, and be protected from the crowd. And you'll see it if you ever go or see pictures of it, the six-foot ladders that construction workers use, they'll make a platform on the top where on the top of the ladder it says do not stand or sit. Well, in New Orleans, they'll build on top of this ladder a little sitting area for your kids to sit on top of. It's more of a guideline. <laughs> was, was guideline. So I, I did want to go back real quick. Oh, like, she actually the, suspends the all rules. Pen, the playpen and the, you know, putting your one-year-old in there, was that just so you could be double-fisted with two hurricanes or what? <laughs> that, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. That is Making sure that we're, we're incorporating and, everything. And, into and it's the a, pictures from Chris's wedding are, um, <laughs> well... Interesting. It's a spot to put the beer too. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah the only playpens that have cup holders. Those, are, really, yeah. those are the steps they so they can get out. New Orleans so, Mardi Gras playpens. So when does Mardi Gras officially start? There is something that has to do with Easter. It changes every year, so it depends. I mean, Mardi Gras Day in 2022 will fall on March 1st. This year it fell on a different day. It has something. And it's always a Wednesday, though, right? Tuesday. So it starts on Fat Ash, Tuesday. Ash Wednesday. Ash, Ash Wednesday is, Ash after, is the day after. It's the day after, after Tuesday. So, so Fat Tuesday is the start of Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's the day where you go out and you, you get all your punch. Get all your, yeah. Right. You yeah. drink, you eat you, yeah. before you have to. You're supposed to repent on Ash Wednesday and then you, yeah. And the religious you, part of it, I'm not so part into, but the parting part, yeah, I can tell all day about it. Just don't lose our Catholic. <laughs> so <party>. is, <laughs> is there a, like a locals pre-party or is it just when Mardi Gras starts, that's when it starts? It's the hard. Whole city. I'll tell you, they had a Mardi Gras, a Halloween parade, which was uh, I think, I think a couple of weeks ago, they had it. The, the crew of Boo was out, so they had a whole like twenty floats out. It's like it's always a party. It's weird. I mean, we party for St. Patrick's Day. There's floats. Last year or 2020, when the national championship was there with LSU oh, against Clemson, it was a party that whole week. And then they had Mardi Gras after, so it's just like nonsense. Wow. <laughs> well, nothing says uh, Creole like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? No, that potato gumbo is amazing. <laughs> it's sort of spicy <laughs> corned beef and cabbage. What's so wrong with this conversation? <laughs> the green beer. Brian, yeah. is, Brian is a very white color of white. Yeah. What? His <laughs> legs. <laughs> Even the white people are upset now. That got weird. He's, we got everybody insulted. <laughs> he, he was wearing shorts the other day, and I'm like, dude, could you like do something about your legs? I'm like blinded. Well, he wanted to have the right lighting for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's, a ring light. It's, it is nice because even when I'm in a dimly lit room, I mean, people can still see just fine. <laughs> and you don't get that weird ring in your eyes when people have that ring light. <laughs> you totally can't see. You got one in the background. <laughs> How? What are you using for a light? I'm using a Brian box. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We, we, we are hireable for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One Charlotte-related question, then we'll get back to it. How far is New Orleans from Charlotte? 15 Ten hours. Wait, just to be very clear, be careful on your answer because he will fact check you after. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's probably after true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There if needs you say to be, 10 hours, yeah, there, there has to be a decimal say, point, too. If you say it's, it's, it's <laughs> 1,144 miles, he's going to check you. Yeah, no, when I went, when 
I throw it down there? Ten hours. It took me ten hours, yeah. With kids, twelve. Yep. Okay. If you're by yourself, you could probably do it in nine. If you mm-hmm. keep an empty Coke bottle, and that's it. Yep. That's yep. correct. <laughs> Pack your food in the... Sorry. Yeah, Don't want to give away all it. our secrets. Check it. I'm I waiting. I'll tell you what. Another good thing, if you ever go to New Orleans, another good thing to check out is Jazz Fest. That's another fun time. And when is that? Was it, I think it was April. Mm-hmm. First, end of May. Holly's been down there for End of May, beginning of April. Yep. It's a two-weekend thing. Um, April, it was, May, June. What? April, May, end April, of May? Something. Okay. We'll, just, we'll call it <laughs> Fact checking. I mean, you can I check. Check. <laughs> yeah, they had some big names, and of course, it got canceled. But twice, crazy. Yeah. But and, and I think in New Orleans, someone asked, like, you know, there's always a reason to drink and party. Yeah. If you can find a reason to party, you'll do it. Find- and, and so that you feel whole, Jack nodded. So that must be approving that you were correct. Yeah, it was. It's end of April, beginning of May. So it's. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were doing distance. Oh, that was 11 hours from at least. Where yeah, I but they lie. They don't drive very well. So they don't drive 10 fast. hours. I like to think that Google has adapted to my speed, but I don't think it nope, adds for an 11 they hour don't. drive. Yeah. They don't. 11. All right. So we we're talking earlier about six degrees of separation. And it's kind of weird because in LA, I shared an office with a guy named Stuart Niles, if you're listening. <laughs> What's up? He's probably Stuart Smalley. I'm yeah, we're we're going to send you a link, so you're going to be listening to this eventually. Is he in Japan or Brazil? He's in not. Japan or Brazil. <laughs> yeah. That is our, the only place our audience is located. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So Chris and I got to talking around his wedding, which I wasn't able to attend uh, due to some medical family issues. But like, he calls me. He's like, do you know Stuart Niles? And I'm like, yeah. And uh, Stuart gets on the phone. I hadn't seen Stuart in years because I'd moved to Charlotte. And yeah, and then that uh, turns out Chris was friends with Stuart in New Orleans growing up. So it's a very small world in the South. It gets, uh, get, we wind up with Bermuda Triangles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all talked about it on another episode because <laughs> I listen, right? Right. About the, uh, you know, different bars that have the teams that mm-hmm. they host. But you meet a lot of people there. And I think my sister met, they were in the same school together, but different years, right? They weren't in the same class, but they went to the same school. And she's like, oh, well, this and that. I was like, oh, you know that person. So it ended up being like friends of friends that we didn't even know. So um, have you met a lot of people from New Orleans that have moved up to Charlotte? I think because of the Smoothie King reference, that, and there's a LSU alumni association up here, that oh, too. Okay. And then I have, during crawfish season, I have crawfish boils at my house probably almost every weekend. So and they, people showing up you've never met? Yeah. yeah when, is, when is crawfish? <laughs> totally randos. <laughs> yeah. Like me. Yeah. yeah. Usually March to about the end of June. Wow. Maybe April. Okay. June, mm-hmm. so. Okay. Yeah. Crawfish party at Chris's. There you yeah. go. Every yep. Saturday if I'm in town. Yeah. Mangoes from Magna. <laughs> we, we really do have that episode or that uh, costume next year for the Halloween party. I have it already. Do you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't back that up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get Immediate call of the bluff. Pair of really short Golden May shorts. I, I, I can pack those in my wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing them. Exactly. <laughs> you just don't know where. <laughs> All right, so anybody else experience the uh, six degrees of separation? I mean, they're Ohio State people are like like cockroaches down here, so I'm sure there's a bunch of Ohio people. Oh, wow. What spray gets rid of you guys, by the way? <laughs> Victory. Victory. <laughs> Victory. Good answer. <laughs> Any kind of math problem? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I think it's a good point, though. It was like the six degrees, of, like, I've met people uh, 
that went to the same school as me. I went to UConn. I met a bunch of UConn people down here. And in business, too, there's a lot of like, oh, you know this guy? Oh, well, hey, cool. I had a conversation just this morning of like, I'm going to introduce you to this guy. He knows this guy. And like, blah, blah, blah. And he knows this girl who's really good at this place in Gastonia, actually. So I'm going to ask her if she knows you, Brian. Like, I really like that about Charlotte is because, and I don't know if it's similar to New Orleans, too, but like, since nobody's from here and everybody's trying to build whatever it is, their life or their business. There is that, like, hey, like, let me connect you to somebody because you're a Clemson fan, because you're an LSU fan, because mm-hmm. you're an Ohio State fan, like, whatever. So I've liked that here, and it definitely rings true. Yeah, we moved out here. My wife's neighbor in her childhood neighborhood, two doors down, we moved out here and found out she lives 10 minutes away. Wow. No way. Moved. Well, all my, 3, all my miles. wife's <laughs> boyfriends were living down here when we moved down here, like three of them. I'm like, what the hell, honey? Like, one of them like, was back. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "What?" And she's like, yeah. "In fairness, this was How your idea." <laughs> yeah. and we go to meet them, and they're all like 12 inches tall. Like, every one of them are like the. Is that perspective, or did you actually check? <laughs> no, they're all tiny. And uh, I'm like, all right, whatever. In stature. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, There's I, three know, of them. I know I mentioned this, I, I don't know how long ago on an episode, but I mean, my example, because Chris probably didn't listen to this one, but uh, I'm actually... Why are you calling him out? Like, why, hey, yeah. Wow. It's a guest on our show. Wow. Well, he was. <laughs> Thanks for not listening to <laughs> that episode, Chris. The, the, only, the only reason, like with... So when I was working corporately, which is what moved me down here, and I was hiring and I was interviewing... I interviewed somebody, they worked in Charlotte, so there wasn't really a conversation about Ohio, but the company I worked for was headquartered in Ohio. So after he got hired, you know, never came out in the interview process, nothing, we went to Ohio where our headquarters was. And he was like, oh, I I lived up here for a little bit. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, that's weird. You never mentioned that, but he was was like, where'd you live? And he's like, Perrysburg. Really? That's, I lived there for like, 17 years. And he was like, yeah, I lived on this road. It was over by that outdoor mall and it was something Creek. Stable Creek. He was like, yeah, I think that's it. So we turned down, like we were in our rental car. We just like, well, let's go see. You didn't recognize your high school boyfriend? Uh, (laughs) No, because he wasn't wearing a Michigan shirt. Um, (laughs) But so we turned down this street and we're driving and he's literally like, no, my street was here. Turn right. And I'm like, okay. I'm just see like maybe this guy like looked me up and was like playing with me and we kept on going didn't mention my house because we drove right by it he lived three doors down from me for three years I had traveled a lot I never met him but like then the first time I met him was in Charlotte interviewing him to work yeah. for me that's it was yeah. crazy wow yeah did you think you'd you were a dick because you lived like three doors down for, for three years and you didn't know him? <laughs> I could have said the same thing about him he didn't bring you a pineapple, so you're like, all right, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, no. So no, but I mean, that was an yeah. example of don't you know, ever bring anyone pineapple cider. It's by delicious. The way. Bring it all the time. Don't. Or do it. Wow, we pineapple. just added a new thing. <laughs> do it. It's a pineapple. Just bring a pineapple. The pineapple easiest way to empty your fridge is put pineapple cider in it. Yeah, everything apparently it. runs out. Apparently everything. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's like huddling on together on the back porch. I'm not even morning. a cider fan. Yeah, we. <laughs> that's his way to got, not get invited. We. Right? Yeah, I just don't We're want to be invited for next year. Jack was the life of the party. So Brian didn't show up. I know we when we look back at this episode brandon usually gives us a good title for it so i don't know what he'll come up with but i'm sure it'll be mardi gras something but uh, yeah, so, so, yeah. Oops. it's just gonna be 
perfect boobs. Boobs and the boys. I don't even know, but he'll come up with something good. But anyways, probably need to wrap it up here. Thanks again, Chris. I know this is your third straight and, you know, we want to consider you an honorary transplant. So we'd love to have you back sometime. I'll take it. All right. And, uh, you know, for everybody listening, thanks for hanging with us again. And we'll, we'll chat again next week. Mm -hmm.